only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself Another week has come and gone. Whoa. The march of time ceases for no one. <laughs> what is time? No, we won't hey, get into that. Tell me you're affected by seasonal depression without telling me you're affected by seasonal depression. Oh my god, yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yep, I fall into that for sure. So we can be like twinsies. Twinsies. Yay. I think everyone's probably a little sad these days. Oh, God. Yeah. That's why they come to us, because we cheer them up. Woo-hoo. Yeah. All aboard the happy train, folks. Yeah. The price of admission is zero dollars. Your ears. <laughs> Your ears. I started that like Michael Scott style. I had no idea where it was going. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I, yeah. I did not find it along the way either no, no that's all right that's all right um yeah so we're recording this on a different night than usual because you were enjoying the super bowl oh yeah that's right i totally forgot to go over that with you no i assumed i it's all good Je- i read between the lines Je- my friend read between the lines theo well, <laughs> i appreciate the uh, insane amount of consideration there because yeah I totally forgot that, uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> I fucked oh, that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Um, yeah, what what uh, what number Super Bowl was this? Mm, 52? 52, I want to say. 58? Whoa. 58. I think it was Super Bowl. I don't know. I think it was higher. Who was playing? Give us the DL. It was the La Rams, which I think mm-hmm. is a New Mexico-based team. That's mm-hmm. why their name is Spanish, La mm-hmm. Rams. It's Spanish for the Rams. Um, and then uh, the okay. the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And they were playing in. Uh, actually, they were playing in the uh, LA Rams home stadium. Which, oh, nice. which okay. I, I asked, that was the first question I asked when I got there, because uh, everyone that was there knows way more than about football than I do. But mm-hmm. I was always under the impression that it was neutral, neutral stadium. Uh, mm-hmm. But I guess they plan like, and this makes sense after the fact, I, I didn't think about it. But when you, you design the, the season for the league, they randomly pick uh, a stadium that will host the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's just because there's a lot of preparation and stuff that's got to go into it. Uh, I always thought that randomization was like after the regular season or after the playoffs had finished and or whatever. Because yeah, it's very rare that uh, the there's a home field advantage in in football for the right. for the. the I almost scene. just called it the Stanley Cup uh, <laughs> for the uh, very different the NFL Cup. <laughs> Um, the the odds seem pretty vast. No. Yeah, like, like well, like there's the odds of it being a home stadium game are pretty slim. I would say. I would assume. I think there's like one in thirty-two shot, just in terms of which stadium they pick. But I have right. no idea what the annual odds are of winning the Super I Bowl. See. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Fascinating. Uh, so who won? Uh, fuck. I think it was the LA Rams. <laughs> did you stay the whole time? Yeah, I did. Time? But oh, okay, okay. Just you were s- loaded? Not loaded, loaded, but yeah, I was, I was like, 
Did Cassie have to come pick you up? No, actually, uh, thankfully, Griffin, uh, Griffin Sylvester of uh, Sylvester Kitchen and Bath, hit him up, guys. You won't get a discount, but they'll be mighty glad we sent you. <laughs> Um, it will be yes uh he he wasn't drinking so uh he gave me a ride home it was 20 23 to 20 okay and it was that's close in nfl in in football terms correct yeah it was a really close game it was a really yeah i uh i enjoyed it for that reason it wasn't a blowout oh my god would someone please write this out not in fucking roman numerals i'm pretty sure it's super bowl 56 but I forget the math rules on. Okay, what are the what are the um LVI? L is fifty. Fifty. V is five. Yeah. And VI is six. Yeah. So pretty sure it's so fifty six. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, so you're not a huge football fan, but you are obviously an enthusiast yeah so for, for example they've already picked the next stadium for next year it's, oh. it's going to be at uh, state farm stadium in glendale arizona and the year after that allegiance stadium in paradise nevada oh, okay so they're 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 allowing people plenty of time to plan for this yeah it seems like it yeah yeah it's kind of like how the next the next two Olympics are already decided. So, like, the next Summer Olympics, obviously, because that's only two years away. But then the next Winter Olympics, I believe, are already decided at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with your Olympics? Not really. Um, no. We were watching a bit of it uh, this, this, this evening. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but at this point, it's usually... Uh, just recaps of of what's taken place. Oh, okay. But yeah, uh, just because of the the huge time difference, but uh, I'm not I'm not super following it. Not super. No. What about you? Uh, I I've been kind of having it on in the background a little bit. Uh, throughout the day, I haven't been sort of like same as you. I'm not following it intently or anything, but I like turning it on, and, and just seeing what's happening and and whatever and if canadians are performing performing participating oh my god um i tip it, like i definitely tune in for that they are they're performing it's a huge, huge they are perf- the performance them, yeah. of a lifetime <laughs> otherwise them, yeah. you don't get shit like uh bobsledding i think they're doing bobsledding recap now, is it bobsled bobsledding or bobslaying i guess it depends who's <laughs> performing yeah exactly <laughs> i think if it's the uk team it's bob slaying yeah i don't know like slay all day or you know what i'm saying what a, what a great story this would be if it was, it was a uh, a crazy cr- criminal mystery story about a team of bob slayers oh who, who actually murdered people named bob exclusively yeah and then but it's like they got to do it all in between you know their training and going to the olympics and competing on the international stage i think it'd be maybe difficult to keep up with being a serial killer (laughs) right because you can just keep going up to people asking if their name is bob before you stab them yeah this is intricate this is like um slapstick horror yeah like uh What's that one that the the guys who did Super Troopers did? Club Dread. Club Dread. I have not seen that. I haven't either because it looks okay. dumb. But if anyone right. out there has seen it and would recommend it, please hit us up. Yeah, let us know if it's worth it or not. The only opinion I would trust is that of our very valued listeners. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, like, scary movie level yeah, yeah, exactly. stupid humor okay yeah i mean maybe like a shade above there's it. a time Just, and a place yeah 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 sometimes that stuff makes me lol you know lol if you will yeah <laughs> if you will yes um yeah um yeah well, that was uh, a great otherwise episode. Olymp- thanks <laughs> so much for tuning in uh 
otherwise olympics wise um there were a few i noticed would it be olympic wise or olympically olympically Hmm. or is this not worth the distraction olympics wise i don't know anyway you're saying um something yeah there's like a there's so many people from Quebec that are like in the snowboarding skiing competitions. Like it's unreal. I always felt like it was it was always a lot of Quebecers in the uh, skating and skiing sort of fields. I don't know why. Right. They have. I mean, if you're, I don't want to say anywhere in Quebec, but pretty much, like it's yeah. There's so, a fucking mountain somewhere. Yeah, nearby. That's fairly challenging that's the only um, reason i'm not at the olympics is all i got is fucking mount molson and alice packing him god maybe. you know if the whole really thing gonna... is a mogul the whole... oh not good yeah that would be bad well that and i have no athletic ability but those are just minor details well that's yeah that's some <clears throat> sidebar you know complete sidebar um yeah what uh, what has been happening with you? Since the last time I saw you, uh, two days ago. <laughs> yeah, well, lots. Since the since the listeners have heard from <laughs> any 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 new. Oh, I see. Oh. Yeah, I keep forgetting. It's not just the two of us. We have a lot of people listening to us, like millions. And we millions do. Of we um, have very valuable listeners. <clears throat> nothing really. No, just trucking along and. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like honestly, it's it's that time of year, you know. Like all the big holidays are over, and got nothing to look that, forward to anymore. That's why they put Family Day in there, so that people don't get depressed. Oh well, it, it didn't work, guys. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's just been pretty regular, run of the mill, day to day stuff. Nothing, nothing exciting. Okay, wait. When is Family Day? Uh, Monday. Next Monday. This coming Monday. The nineteenth. No, that's a Saturday. No, 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 no. 20th 21st i can't if you count. keep oh guessing you'll definitely get it though <laughs> uh it's 21st for sure yeah 21st but i mean it's a little presumptuous it's also louis riel day islander day louis riel day nova scotia heritage day I said louis riel sounds twice like there's cause... a lot of overlap yeah but friday is yukon heritage day mm-hmm. and then i bet you quebec has a separate one yes they do saint jean baptiste day don't they uh, but that's in June. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's like their version of May 2 4. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. But it's not in May, obviously. Yes. Um, oh my God, I completely blanked. Like, <laughs> what's new with you? my brain? My brain is falling apart. Um,. Man, oh man, I should have come more prepared for this. Wanna rock and roll all night. Okay, so first, first of all, um, I don't think I mentioned this on mic. Um, I'm trying the new bubbly beverage. Some people might call it buble. Buble. Mm Mm-hmm. If you've seen the commercials, you understand. Um, mango flavor. They're saying it's limited edition. It ain't going I anywhere. I feel like if something's <coughs> you keep it, you know? You don't just toss that out the window. Um, so, yeah. I, I give it a, a, a double thumbs up because that's as many thumbs as I have to give. Uh, so, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's quite delish. So, highly recommend. Also... I mean, if anybody's ever looking to sponsor us, uh, yeah, I would totally, reach out, I would totally let Bubbly sponsor us. <laughs> we'll start with just free Bubbly for a little while, and then we'll we'll work up towards you actually paying us so we can do this full time. Man, I uh, I'd be fine with the free Bubbly, but even then, I, I'm still gonna keep buying it. So regardless, it's, yeah, we gotta support the team, you know. Yeah, dude. Um, so we started getting those meal kits like mm-hmm. eons ago right and we're we have now tried three separate services and i feel like 
I don't know if this matters to anyone. You're going to talk about uh, packaging. But I was, no, I was oh, going to talk about, like, my feedback just, like, on the differences in each of them. Because I know that you guys have tried them, too. So yep. it'd be interesting to get feedback on all fronts. Yeah. Um, the first one that we tried was the good food box. Yep. And then... Uh, That's the one where it comes in the plastic bags, right? Plastic? Uh, no, it... It was like the foil lined no, cardboard. No, no, no. Each meal, sorry, is each meal is separated into plastic bags. Oh, uh, I believe they used paper at the end, like towards the end of us using them. <coughs> I believe it was paper bags. I think we just. I don't know. I feel like it's. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Maybe it sorry. wasn't. Maybe, and they could have changed. Um, this was a, a couple years ago. I want to say like two and a half, three years ago. Oh, wow. We used the good food. Yeah. And then we used them for quite a while, but then we moved and it just like didn't fit our our lifestyle or whatever anymore. Um, and then we used Chef's Plate for quite a long time. Yeah. Like the, the entire last year, I would say. And then just for fun, because... We keep getting the freebies in the mail. Um, we're trying HelloFresh. Yep. And you've tried all of these as well? We're actually on a, a, almost a regular rotation. Oh, we, okay. So, like, tonight we had uh, good food. Yes. I think last week's was Chef's Plate. Um, but, yeah, we just go through – well, we – Cassie goes through the menus for each week and whichever items – whichever one offers the, the most the appealing – to us uh we go through that one nice that's yeah. smart so you just like have an account set up with each and then she actively checks yeah that's smart mm -hmm. yeah so uh, i feel like like if i was going to compare all three i'd put as like the the least likely to reorder would be my chef's plate interesting and then I would, actually, that's not accurate. For reasons other than taste and quality, I would probably order good food the least. Yes. Because I feel like their pricing is the highest. Okay. And then it would be Chef's Plate. And then HelloFresh is like my friggin' brand new favorite. I don't know why we haven't used them before. Because they're, as advertised, I feel like they have fresh ingredients. Uh, they haven't, their their portion sizes are great. I feel like the way that they package and lay everything out on the menu cards is really nice. Because um, that's a big part of it too. Like the little picture is kind of the only visual guidance you get. Mm -hmm. And I'm quite a visual learner. Um I don't know and just like the the ease of the recipe as well and then i found just from an ordering standpoint you got plenty of more um personalizations oh, when okay. you were picking the menu so when you go in they ask you like is this going to be like do you need something that's more family style so like kids might think of eating it and or vegetarian if you're into that or like more balanced or whatever like there's all kinds of different options and i felt like hellofresh offered the most uh personalized options of them yeah. and maybe that's why i'm liking the menu the most because of like how it fits with having chosen those options yeah some, and then, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, it, it makes sense because some people like to have a little bit of uh, <clears throat> input or, or flexibility, and other people are just mm -hmm. like, you know what, I got this, so I don't have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I like meals that are fairly easy to prepare, something that's family-friendly, so it's not going to be, like, really uh, too strong a flavor for ants in. Yeah. Because um, I do want to, I do put a little bit of everything on his plate when we order them even though he doesn't eat it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but exposure, 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 exposure. Anyway, so I keep trying. <laughs> um, and then just for us to, like, have variety in the menu as well, I feel like 
I get really bored of, of um, cooking. <laughs> um, I've probably said this before. I'm, I'm not a good cook. So I need something that's going to be like easy and then I'm not going to get overwhelmed by. So yeah. those are all good things. I feel like good food I, I loved and we used it for like a long time. Um, I just felt like for the price, I wasn't getting anything super special. And then I felt like towards the end, the the recipes were very repetitive in the style of food. Yeah. That they were offering. Yeah. Do you find that with any of them? Or so, <clears throat> I I do find that by and large they're very they're all very very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 they try to arm you with a, a handful of techniques and styles that you can get comfortable with. So mm-hmm. as the recipes come in, you kind of have a better idea when you open the box, how long it's actually going to take or, uh, mm. you know, how confident you're going to be in preparing the dish because you've done it before or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found like, cause we did chef's plate the most, uh, before mm-hmm. we started rotating. Um, and I found like their recipes can be very, very similar to one another. They just change mm. the sauce or some of the seasonings or whatever. And they call it something else, mm-hmm. which is fine. Cause it, it also just shows you how simple cooking can be. You know, f- yeah. how flavorful it can still be. Yeah. Um, and then, so I think that's really important. And that's that applies to kind of all three of them. Like, cooking doesn't have to be intimidating. It's easy to come up with good flavored stuff that's simple. Um, yeah. And, and cost effective. I don't like, uh, of the three of them, good food is my least favorite. Um, oh. They use a lot of unnecessary packaging and it's all plastic. Mm. And even though it's recyclable plastic, I don't know if we actually recycle plastic or not. Yeah, there's other ways of, of packaging yeah. those items that could be better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, for sure. Uh, and and the the second reason is because of the three, its instruction card is the fucking worst. <laughs> Why do you say this? It's it's so formal. It's so like professional. Okay. It's not. The other two are very. Uh, they're brightly colored. Um, big bold letters they mm. they simplify it they break things down in a few more steps where required uh, it's just a more visually pleasing card and it's a lot easier mm. to mm-hmm. find what you're looking for when you're in the middle of one of the steps and you're you're working with food uh, and you're like oh wait need to revise yeah and so it's a lot easier to find what you need uh, from that one uh, mm. the hello fresh in the, in the chef's plate or chef's table but yeah um I haven't really noticed a terrible difference. Again, if I'm leaning towards uh, a flavor preference, I'm probably going to pick chef's table because, or chef's chef's plate. plate. No, you were right. Yep. But but I think it's because we've had it the longest. So like as we were getting exposed to this method of feeding ourselves, it was was so new to us and I was excited about a lot of the the new foods and flavors. But uh, I think they're all, to me, there's six one half dozen the other in terms of flavor i think they're all the same interesting yeah, yeah. i um yeah i don't know I've, i have really been liking the variety in the hello fresh box and um like you maybe it's just because i'm being exposed to new options you know what i mean yeah um but yeah, I, I there's there's others out there as well but the i think those are like the ones that you hear about the most I yeah, I I, those are the only but... three I know, but oh, you're right. right. There's probably a, a bunch yeah. more. Yeah, when we lived in Ottawa, I had considered doing like a grocery subscription. So you would subscribe to have fresh produce from a local farm delivered to your house. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was really f- smart for multiple reasons. Um, you are supporting a local farm. Yeah. Uh, being numero uno <laughs> and uh, and then like fresh produce that you don't have to worry about picking up at the grocery store every week so you'd have like all your staple sort of things um, I ended up getting the good food box in lieu <laughs> if I remember correctly just because I was like well this way Might I as well get the whole, my whole meal yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Again, not being a very well-versed chef at all, uh, I need all the help I can get. So I figured that that was that was the best way to do it. Um, but yeah, 
one of the things that I had, I don't want to say I, I was concerned about, but when we moved uh, to our last house, we were kind of like, we were out of the city, kind of in a, in a rural area. And I was worried that I wouldn't be able to get a delivery of these boxes there. And uh, there was no issue. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like worried for nothing. It's like FedEx. Mm-hmm. FedEx goes everywhere. So anyways, um, yeah, it was fine. So if you live in a rural area, they also deliver to you. <laughs> so not to worry. Do you, uh, do you know anything about the history of FedEx? No, zero. So <clears throat> I'm going to tell you what I know about the story behind it. And okay. for everyone listening, I think it's it's like probably like 80, 90% true. Uh, okay. I'll probably miss out on a few of the details, but let's just take it for the big picture because it's pretty cool. So this guy okay. was in, the guy, his name is Fred. And why yes. he didn't call it Fred X, I don't know. But um, <clears throat> the guy who created it, mm. he was in school and it was a class on... I don't know. I don't know any kind of class where you're going to, like, postal sciences or something like that. But okay. he he had to write a paper on supply chain management or, like, delivery or fulfillment or whatever. I can't remember. Because mm-hmm. um, everything before was, like, kind of point to point to point to point to get it mm-hmm. to where it needed to go. Okay. So if you're going from California to New York, it's going to hit a lot of places between California and New York before it gets to New York. And mm-hmm. every single item was that way. But oh what God. FedEx does is it it created centralized hubs. Okay. So it it would essentially cut down on uh, the the each checkpoint, if you will, on yeah. from destination to sorry from center to destination. Um, anyway, he he wrote a paper on on his idea and why mm-hmm. it was different and how it would work, um, and his professor gave him a failing grade on the paper. Whoa. Yeah, and he kind of just was like, all right, fuck you. And he's like, I'm starting FedEx. And and here we oh, are now. Man. Yeah, so it was kind of like a neat little, like, uh, it was an entrepreneurial spirit and, and maybe yeah. a little bit of thumb in the nose uh, attitude that, that started this huge international career service. Interesting. And, like, we don't know the world any other way now. It's so true. Because it's all like that, right? I mean, they're so good. They were featured in Castaway. <laughs> yes, yeah. that it, that was noteworthy. Yeah, it was probably the only time that FedEx never delivered some packages. Grim. <laughs> Grim. Grim. Well, the pilots died. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, yeah. I don't know who else was on. I guess it was a whole passenger plane. Yeah, no, definitely Grim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, I sent uh, w- a conclusion, yeah, which we should yeah. probably talk about because we brought it up on the cast in the past. The cast in the past. Um, sorry. We should have a segment called Blast from the Cast, and we just do some, uh, some like, like greatest hits. Yeah, or that too. Follow-ups, yeah. Greatest hits. Um, Blast from the Cast. Oh, P.S. Uh, for anybody who listened to the episode last week and like... I know you didn't because I don't expect you to listen to our own podcast. Uh, but I, uh, there were some sound effects applied to the episode where you're talking about the Christmas shit. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I, I I took a stab at sound effects and editing and, sh- and whatnot. Uh, it is not my profession at all. Like, it probably is horrible to the ears of a professional, but... Anyways, hopefully uh, whoever uh, noticed those those little things uh, appreciated it because <laughs> it was fun to do, if nothing else. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, we had been following last fall the Gabby Petito, um, I, I guess the the murder. Saga, yeah. I don't know what saga, you call it. Is saga yeah. too big a word? I was going to say uh, adventure, but it was definitely not an adventure. It was there was a case involved, uh, like a disappearance, and then uh, they recovered her body. Yeah. Uh, and then they were looking for clues, and it kind of led back to her fiance, and uh, and then he disappeared. Uh, anyways, all this to say, his body was found, and 
uh, I, I, I don't feel like I want to go into detail just because it is pretty yuck. But there's a lot of articles online if you want to get the full, um, full picture, if you yeah. will, uh, of what happened. But essentially, he had been out in the wild, and uh, some some wild animals found him. Um, anyways, but they determined ultimately that his cause of death was suicide, Oof. a bullet wound. Um, and then they recovered the weapon as well and, and all this. So it was like case closed type of thing. They obviously know how how he died. And they can only assume that he had caused her death. There's no, yeah, they're, they're, they have no evidence or yeah. anything like that. There's no evidence to the contrary and there's no evidence to support it. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, he was the last person to see her alive that we know of, uh, so, you know, Could have been a why else would he have yeah. committed suicide, you know what I mean, like, so the only he thing, showed up, and like, and he had fraudulently used her credit card after she had died, and they were able to determine this through, um, when they did her autopsy, like, they were able to determine her when she died and so they looking at her credit card statements it was yeah. like okay well she wasn't using her own credit card on these dates um anyways all this to say uh we know what happened and it's fucking sad and and i don't know if i had mentioned this but i had read like a little um sort of a, a reply that somebody had posted and, and many people have reshared since then and they said the Gabby Petito case blew up so much because so many women either know somebody who has been in that exact scenario or yeah. they have been in it themselves and so it was like a very sadly relatable mm -hmm. moment for yeah, a lot of people. Yeah you definitely mentioned that previously Oh okay. Yeah but yeah. that's okay because this is blast from the cast so it fits perfectly. <laughs> we're just, yeah, we're, we're rejigging it. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, so I sent you guys that in our group chat <laughs> yesterday. I think um, I woke up to that. Oh, sweet. Like, You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, con conclusion. <laughs> that was it for Blast from the Cast. Join us next week. Oh, boy. For another segment. Um... Okay, I want to pull up, or sorry, do you have any topics that you would like to discuss this week, I, I do. So I, I oh. was, I was uh, listening to, well, actually I was flipping through TikTok, and I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. Let's not get into the, the connections here. So I was listening to, uh, it was a video recording of a podcast, and, uh, and the guy was talking about the differences between TikTok and sort of North America, we'll say Western society yep. versus non-Western TikToks. So Western uh, talk versus... Eastern like, talk. Yeah, okay. I don't know where the TikTok wall is, but somewhere between Eastern and Western world. The Great Wall of Talk. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the, the TikTok is owned by China or Chinese business or whatever. So it's a... It's a China... It's a, it's a China app. Um, okay. So, I mean, when it first came out, a lot of people were very hesitant to uh, to use the app because they, quote, unquote, didn't want to give any data to China, which was... Oh, God. Okay. Like, yeah, you know, you know, Apple's yeah, yeah, an American yeah. country, but everything that you have in your pocket is made in China. Um, right. So, they already have it. But, uh, so, he the, the suggestion in this in this video was that there's a difference in the algorithm uh, used in TikTok depending mm -hmm. on where you're located. And and it was to suggest that, for example, in China, it's very heavily educational. So a lot of videos about engineering and sciences and doing cool things like that uh, versus in, say, the United States where it's very distracting oriented. So like girls twerking and guys doing stupid things and you know <laughs> uh, that's why all the trends that you see are all dance videos right 
Yeah, yeah. So, so the idea being that, you know, certain countries can use it as a tool to empower, educate, and focus uh, their population, whereas mm-hmm. um, other countries will have it as a detriment by distracting people from the real issues and not, mm-hmm. not enabling them with the time or the tools to 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 be able to or want to, you know, apply more critical thinking to certain issues. Uh, and, and that kind of thing. So that was, yeah. I, I have no idea if there's any truth to it, but if okay. it's the matter of the application of an algorithm based on uh, geolocation, I, I mean, I'm, I have no trouble believing that it's possible. Um, For sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't doubt that as well. Um, and, and maybe there's many layers to the algorithm on TikTok specifically. Um, I'm sure, sure there are. Yeah. And, in all um, platforms, but just speaking specifically to TikTok, because um, I feel like if you're in the same room as someone else, uh, you might see some some common videos just because, um, like it might just be random. But then it'll be based on what you like, what you watch, what you watch for more than say five seconds um what you watch in full length uh what you share with other people like i'm sure there's so many layers to it right and then suggesting that your actual geographical location might have something to do with that like that that wouldn't surprise me at all yeah um a a friend of ours uh lives in new zealand Oh, and I feel like it's the videos... uh, it's um, it's Tammy, no, to t- t- uh, fucking Tito, Tabitha, no, it's fucking... <laughs> oh, it's gonna kill me. I know her fucking name. On the tip of my tongue, T Tamara, no, Tara, Tanley, Tensington, Tensington, Tanya, it's Tanya. Yes, dude, you nailed it. Um, she, she now lives in New Zealand and, uh, I'm going to assume it's because of her own personal algorithm first and foremost, because she's an intelligent person and watches, uh, informational things. And I don't, (laughs) um, I shouldn't say that I can get into that after, but, um, she always sends me such helpful videos. Like she sent me one that was, how to make slime for your kids that isn't gooey and sticky and disgusting. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off right there. Yeah. You said she sends me such helpful videos. Yes. And I was immediately picturing something for your mental or personal well-being. Well, that like too. How to do shit around the house. Like, yeah. Pr- pr- like, like legit helpful stuff, not mm-hmm. homemade slime. Sorry, that took me for a bit of a loop. I was just not oh. expecting that. Okay, so maybe... It- Maybe that's on the, um, we'll say on the on the lower echelon of the <laughs> quality of, of videos that I'm getting from her. Because she does send me a ton of the positive mental health videos. Does she the, send you more than I do, you think? Who send you more, me or her? Who's videos, a be- period? Who's a better TikTok friend? You, <laughs> if we're going by how many videos people send... You send by far more. That's right. Because um, I care more. But we have to also consider what these videos contain. Ooh. And you also send me some <laughs> for my husband. You literally got the two of you. I'm the middleman for the two of you on TikTok. Like yeah. Jordan, refu- I shouldn't say refuses. He He's not interested in having an account. Yeah. Um, so he just sends you videos through me <laughs> i think we're both uh, okay and vice with versa that. yeah i'm i'm not upset about it either <laughs> oh, i meant him cause... i meant him oh yeah well i i <laughs> i just wanted to voice my opinion in all of this as well so yeah oh <laughs> um, this is secretly his podcast he's just making us both do it for him yeah, yeah. i just i just stand in for him right yeah. um but yeah the the quality stuff that i like to watch my gosh i think the most quality thing i would say are my home and and home decor design videos 
people who are purchasing century-old homes and restoring yeah, them. Yeah, those or, are pretty cool. Or castles in Europe and restoring those. Or There's a couple that just bought a house that was very much in the same condition as the house we bought. And so it's been interesting watching their reno because it's progressing similarly to ours uh so yeah just uh, i i do follow a fair bit of wedding industry professionals too just because that's what i do um would would you have documented your reno if you had thought about it when you started would you have done a tiktok follow up or i guess you're not there as often as jordan i don't know oh like an exclusive uh yeah because a lot of them are like very related like the page is related yeah. to that project. Yeah, I um I could honestly open an account and just upload everything that we're doing and between what I've posted on Instagram, Snapchat and just what I have saved on my phone, I could probably brew something up, you know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Um but Part of me feels reserved about sharing that online. Is that strange to say? No, because at the end of the day, you're, you're, and like if we're going to the far extreme, like it's a security risk because you're showing people the layout of your home. It's, yeah, and it's, I wouldn't say it's specifically the layout. It's more just like, could people find out where I live based off of this? And I know that I shouldn't be worried about that because who the hell am I? Um, but I have kids and I, you know what I mean? If the, if the video got into the hands of the right person, we'll say, who's just like also lives, recognizes the area, um, whatever the case may be, like I, I just don't want to put myself in a vulnerable position. Yeah, but um, I, so I'd be I, like tactful about how what I share, the angles. Like you, I don't know if I'd share like the front of the house. You know what I mean? Because it's like very. We have a very obvious, identifiable. Um, curb appeal. Oh, so I feel facade. like. Yeah, yeah, like it. it anyways. So, like, like yeah, house. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's it's whatever you're comfortable with. And if, if there's something about the thought that's for, for something relatively trivial, um, mm-hmm. and if there's something about the idea of doing that that makes you uncomfortable, it's not really worth the second thoughts. So just steer clear. So I, I don't think it's bad. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's good. I've just been sharing on my, like, personal Instagram. Right. So it's people who I know and who I'm not. I'm not worried about them even like showing their friend or whatever being like hey you know because that's happened sometimes i know i i like sharing other people's uh stories with those who are around me just like oh wow look at what this person is doing or whatever the case may be Oops, yeah bumped my mic um yeah so i don't have that many people on my personal account to be worried <laughs> So you know what I mean? there's a, have you heard of the website called Bellingcat? Bellingcat. No. What is it? It's a, it's a website for online investigation. Okay. Um, and I haven't been on it in quite some time, so I can't comment on the, the veracity of the page now. Um, okay. But I, my understanding is it's relatively reputable, uh, okay. relatively reliable, and... Um, Hang on a second, it's not working here. Uh, there was a, a an article I read about how police were searching for this guy who was on the lam, but he kept posting pictures on his social media in like nondescript places and like in front of houses that are like surrounded by nothing and all this kind of stuff. And they actually uh-huh. used open source, like they basically crowdsourced the the investigation. And people on Instagram were able to comment on the type of greenery in the background, like the specific trees and shrubs and stuff. And based on the weather, they were able to narrow down the region and, and keep going like that. It was it was absolutely insane. So wow. So like your your like sorry armchair detective style. I I don't like that particular one. Yes, but like, okay. Like so, people on Reddit were like, "Oh, that's a fucking North North African ficus." 
So I don't okay. know what the hell it was. I remember that one specific, uh, not that specific plant, but that detailed kind of descriptor that people provided information for and helped mm. narrow down the search. I'm just trying to find, see if I can find the article, but. Um, so if you, have you seen Don't Fuck With Cats? Is that the one about the uh, Luca Magnata? Yes. I have not yet. Okay, so they um, they do a lot. Like, the reason that they were able to find him is because of a lot of that. Okay. Because people online were interested in finding him, and there were enough of them. They were able to, like... Like, they they asked the police to go to his apartment, and I think it was Etobicoke, and they did, and whoever answered the door said he had just moved, but they believed that it was him, and he was just saying, like, oh, that person just moved out, or whatever, um, and the police didn't question any further, because they didn't have anything formally on him at that time um but anyways it was it was a lot of people it was so interesting to watch because they did all like the detective work as much as like armchair the the term armchair detective or whatever is uh frowned upon some of these people like are very good at at what they do you know what i mean like it's they're not professionals but they are in some strange way so sorry no all that to say was that yes your your concerns aren't far-fetched in the least right if i i don't think you're right but like i said you know who am i so i mean it's not uh yeah, I mean, you're you buy your house with, uh, you know, is is government funded? I've seen you guys are you have it was you're poor as fuck. There's nothing of value in there, and I mean, we don't yeah. even like visiting, so I can't imagine why anyone would want to go to your place. Just for anyone who's curious, putting that garbage. out there. Total yeah. Our house is the exact same, by the way. Yeah, we have. Oh my, God. Yeah. my most expensive thing is this laptop that I record my podcast on. We don't even have heat. You're you're sitting, you're sitting by the the warm, um, fireplace. Yeah, I put this the tapestry wood stove that you have. Yeah, I, I put this tapestry of 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 the mountains and the sun behind me so that I could imagine the heat shining down on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's warm inside my mind. There you go. Yeah, that's what matters. That's how poor we are. So don't rob don't us. Even have heat. Oh my god. It's like minus 27 out a few nights this past week. Oh, yeah. The kids' jammies are basically sweatsuits. Yeah. Yeah. Those uh, electric blankets that were likely banned in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I remember those ones. Um, Oh, man. My mom had one, and she made me so nervous about it. She's like, you got to be careful with that, Jenna. It's an electric blanket. You can't can't put whatever, whatever near it or, like... she was so she stressed me out so much i never actually used it like you had to plug it in right to use it and i never plugged it in i was like whatever i'll just use the blanket like it's just not worth it i'm too stressed like i'm not gonna sleep at all because i'll be like what if i set fire in the middle of the night like that's yeah it's pretty excessive oh on that on that topic of strange things that people used to use in their beds water beds oh yes we when did that i had this uh speaking of flashbacks uh (laughs) i i don't know i had a um i was talking to my mother-in-law about it and i can't even remember how it came up in conversation but she's like oh yeah we used to have a water bed and i was just like who thought that that was like a thing I'm like, hey, let's fill this plastic, essentially an air mattress, with water uh, and put it in a wooden frame and people can sleep on it. Like, what? And that's supposed to be 
comfortable. Like I just, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. My aunt had one, and it was super fun to roll around on when I. Well, that's all. It. Yeah, it's my yeah. only experience with the waterbed. <laughs> Be like, woo, rolling around, woo, woo, woo. But like, if you moved in the night, the person next to you would be ejected. <laughs> like what? <laughs> How is that even a thing? Yeah, it's like a permanent state of when you go camping and you wake up in the morning and your air mattress has leaked out a bit of air <laughs> and someone gets up and the other person immediately collapses to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or if you fill your air mattress when it's warm and then it gets cool at night. And just like the change in the, I don't know, the density of the air or whatever. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because of the temperatures, I guess. Yeah, sometimes I, I I would think it also has something to do with like, if it's warm, it would stretch the the material uh, that the air mattress is made of, and if it got cool, you know what I mean, like that whole exchange. Yeah. As well. Um. But yeah, water beds. Just I feel like weirdest. everybody knew somebody who had one. So I only knew one person that had a waterbed. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, it wasn't a person. It was my friend's dad or parents, I guess. Oh, um, okay. Back when we were like, I don't know, 12 or 13 years old. Right. It's like over I thought Cassie's parents did at one time. I feel like they mentioned that they did. I'd have to ask Cassie about that, but I am yeah. unaware. Please, please get back to us. Yeah, Cassie, tell me. Send me a text um, right now. But, yeah, Jordan's parents had, had one as well. And I, I don't know. If she Cheryl was like, I took I take full credit. Like, I was the one who wanted it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, like, you buy a mattress. Try something different. And you're like, okay, I got a mattress as long as it fits my bed frame. But I feel mm -hmm. like you need a special bed frame for a water bed. Yes, yeah, you had to buy the whole entire frame because it supported it in a certain way. Yeah, and then, yeah, you know, you buy a mattress and you're like, ah, you know, this isn't the best, but I don't know, I guess I got it and we'll just use it until mm -hmm. it's time to buy a new mattress. Like, when do you, what is the the lifespan of a, a, a waterbed? I'm not sure. She did say when they initially bought it, part of the service was they would come and fill it for you. Like, there was a professional filling service that went along with this. There's a professional hose? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, but she said when they moved, they did all that themselves. So they, like, emptied it out themselves, and then they moved it, and then she refilled it herself or whatever. But I guess the, that was part of the... Uh, to make you feel like you were making... Uh, an elite purchase you know what i mean that's a good point because um, like what if you didn't like it in. though what are you just stuck with a fucking waterbed yeah try and sell it i mean if it was trendy it i feel like you really to... had to be into it right how okay i want to look this up now how popular were waterbeds do and does anybody remember this even okay the modern version invented in San Francisco and patented in 1971 became a popular consumer item in the United States through the 80s Holy shit. with up to 20% of the market in 1986 and 22% in 1987 by 2013 they accounted for less than 5% of new bed sales why are waterbeds no longer popular if it's not treated with a chemical like Clorox, you could end up with a mattress full of algae. Oh, could you imagine? How bad would that smell? There was also the problem of having beds spring a leak. <laughs> These issues caused waterbeds in general to fall out of popularity as people weren't willing to take the risk of filling their homes with unwanted water. Yeah, no kidding. That's not the kind of wet you want to be in bed, folks. Oh, Lordy. Leave it to Colin. Uh, by the 1980s, waterbeds were more mainstream, moving beyond just playboy bedrooms and into modern suburban homes. 
their popularity peaked in 1987 when one in every five mattresses sold was a waterbed. The market was worth $2 billion in 1987. What? Good lord. Fucking trendy for sure. That's crazy. That's 20% is... 22, sorry. 22% is... That's a that's lot. That's a big market share. Yeah. I mean, everyone yeah. sleeps. Like, fucking everyone needs a... But I think I would equate it to the popularity of the bed in a box now. Because that's super popular. You order your Casper mattress or whatever. It shows up in a box. But you it's, open the box, it's you still just it. a mattress. It is. Yeah. But, but I think it's but that's like, the new trend. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It would be more like an air... Like, if, if air mattresses became a real thing. Like, everyone oh. slept on air mattresses. Like, uh, maybe some, some lavender foam mattress toppers. Yeah. Like, like is that... It's it, yeah, because everyone Clipping. needs a mattress, and and mm. Andy Douglas, Casper, all these things are just, mm-hmm. just different kinds of mattresses. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But That's a waterbed is a totally different medium. Okay, you know okay, what I mean. I see what you're getting at. And so, like, new materials. I want to sleep on water, on fucking yeah. rubber. Yeah. It is hot as oh. balls when you're sleeping on plastic. Okay, I'm not going to say that this is the equivalent because it's not, but there's a, um, shoot, there's a company in Ottawa and they're like Canadian made mattresses and they are custom made. I'm going to have to look this up now. Okay. Obasan, I think. Does that ring a bell at all? Obis form. Obisan. Okay, hang on. Yes, yes, yes. The world's finest organic mattresses. Oh, it's an organic mattress. Mm. Yes, dude. That's good for all lifestyles. Yes, dude. Okay, so so if I click on adult on here, starting at, brace yourself, $3,199. $3,199. That's not too bad. Because I was looking at this other one called Helix. And, uh, Helix. Okay. What's and, there? Uh, I can't remember what it is, but the mattress was like $2,000. Basically, you do a sleep quiz. I don't know. They okay. look like high okay. quality, super duper. So the big thing with this one is that they develop each side of the mattress for the person that's going to be sleeping on that side okay yeah yeah so they use this example on one side david has a firm base layer medium hip and shoulder support with firm feet finished with a soft top whereas susan is using the medium base soft support for her shoulders medium support for the hips and firm support for the feet finished with a soft top as well so it um you can like customize it so that it's your ideal mattress on each half of the mattress which is i don't know sounds impossible to me but so yeah my 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 uh, um sorry um I don't want to say my old manager because I'm I'm not calling her old. I mean like your previous at my previous <laughs> place of employment. My manager got one of these, um, and she said it was like the best purchase of her life. She's like, we won't have to ever buy a mattress again. And I thought, well, don't you have to replace your mattress like every whatever? And she's like, nope, they'll like they will take the filling out, recycle it fill it again like it's like a full full service mattress company if you yeah. will it's like whoa and it's it's interesting we we spend so much money on stuff that we don't really need but we mm-hmm. also some of their i mean buying a mattress in a bed's a major purchase they're not cheap but you also yeah. spend like you know at least a third of your day sleeping a hu- yeah it's a huge like, amount and it completely impacts the other two-thirds of your day yeah so 
Well, yeah. someone suggested this to me on a on another podcast or, or audiobook somewhere, and they said, you know, you spend like any any time you're not you're not sleeping, you're you're awake. So it's like taking care of your feet and taking care of your body are the mm-hmm. things that you need to invest in. So buy good shoes, buy good mattress, buy good bedding. Yes. Yeah. So, really quickly before we move on, I found the article on Bellingcat. Okay. And it's titled "Locating the Netherlands' Most Wanted Criminal by Scrutinizing Instagram," and it was posted in March of 2019. Um, Whoa! So it's quite a lengthy article, but the piece that they were talking about was uh, Magnolias in the picture. So just okay. the excerpt from the website. <clears throat> we stared long and hard at what the white flowers, at the white flowers, but only thanks to botanical experts was the, our next lead found. The plant is called the Magnolia stellata. It bears large, showy white or pink flowers, most of them in early spring before its leaves open. These flowers don't last long. The magnolia from the video posted probably blossomed at the end of February or in early March, very near to the publication date of the video. They're talking about videos he's posting on Instagram. Right, and that would determine the time frame. Yes, it was probably okay. shot in the northern part of Iran because Magnolia stellata wouldn't be comfortable in the climate in the south of the country. We mm-hmm. believe it to be a wealthy neighborhood because of the well-maintained garden and the size of the house. So there's oh. obviously previous stuff that led them to Iran, uh, mm-hmm. but you can see it, f- it goes further and further. Like they had they had um, funneled it down to this information, and then they were s- like deep diving on that. Well, the, the garbage bin in front of the house is of a color and model that is sold in Iran. So picture like our green bins. It's, yes. it's an orange type bin. Like. Yes. And it makes you realize like how many things are, are telling of where you're from, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like a, those things. Like some places have yellow bins. Some places have blue. Some pe- places have uh, green or black or whatever. Um, yeah. Anyways. It, yeah. I'll send you the link so you can read it. Things, but it's, yeah. it's I'd love to. quite yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just, um, the knowledge, the vast knowledge that people have is, like, so, it's untapped, you know? Well, that's I mean? it. So you put it out there, mm-hmm. and, and then you can tap it, and everyone's, yeah. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's offering their information. Yeah, it's pretty so wild. So, sorry, this, this website that, um, it, it was, um, Bell- sourced from. Yeah, Bellingcat. How do you spell that? B-E-L-L-I-N-G-C-A-T. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll send you the link and we can put it in the show notes. Cool. Yeah, I would like that very much. Um, Yeah. Fabulous. Um, I don't have much else to say about mattresses, but if you're looking to spend a pile of money and you want a mattress that you never have to (laughs) replace, Obasan. They're in Ottawa. As far as I know, they might be elsewhere, but I know they're in Ottawa as well. Um. Yeah. Well, I was looking up the the future Olympic destinations. Do we care to visit this? Sure. Just a quick. We can end on this. Yeah. But, just, um, yeah. Nice little nightcap. So it looks like the next Winter <coughs> Olympics are going to be in Italy. Milano Cortina. That should be Italy. Also known as Milano Cortina 2026. Okay, so they push Post city Milan. So they've offset the so like the the timeline of the Olympics are forever changed now. Because of the um Cuz they were sub- this, these winter Olympics yeah. were supposed to be last year, right? I can't remember. No. No, so I think what happened was because there were the Summer Olympics that got postponed. Um, Are these regularly scheduled Olympics? I believe they just recalibrated now. So the Winter Olympics would have happened now because the last Winter Olympics were 2018, which was four years ago, which would line it up perfect. But the Summer Olympics should have happened in 2020, but they didn't happen until last summer, 2021 because of the pandemic right yeah so they did end up taking place the summer next year uh derp 
last year. But I think they've just like recalibrated it. So, oh, here we go. The next Summer Olympics are 2028 in LA. Oh, yeah. 2028? That should be the one no. after the what next one. What is this one. saying? Wait, wait, wait. It says 2024 and 2028? Hey, what? LA's not doing Oh, okay. Tours. Paris will host the Olympic Games in 2024. Yes. And LA will host the Olympic Games in 2028. That makes sense. Yeah. Any hoodles. That's it. Um, yeah. We'll be looking forward to that, I suppose. At least it'll be a little bit closer in timeline. Yeah, and hopefully no no global pandemics from now until then. I mean, I, hey, cool. I heard that we don't need our QR codes after March first. Yeah, I think we're moving into stage two or three. Uh, and Reopening this week or yeah. next, and then yeah, yeah, no, but it's weird. Like no no vaccine passports, but we still gotta wear masks. I mean, yeah, I, I guess you go in the same order you implemented them, but yeah, there it seems like they're stepping away from things gradually in the same way that they were implemented it make yeah it sounds like that's what they're doing but i mean i've rarely had to use it anyway your mask you mean or? no my my QR oh your code. passport yeah yeah it, it, we uh we went out for brunch yesterday um <laughs> jordan didn't even have his on his phone like he had his vaccine certificate or whatever but it was like the one before the qr code yeah and they're like no we need the one with the qr code we can get fined and i was like oh it's fine i'll look it up it took me 45 seconds um (laughs) but it was just so funny because she's like looking at us and she's like yes i know the one you don't need in two weeks from now (laughs) and we just laughed we're like it's fine it's not a big deal just make these mimosas bottomless and there will be no issues Oh man, I didn't even think of that. Now we go to this place. Sorry, I'm. We were gonna close out the episode, but now I'm gonna talk about my brunch. Um, uh, Buttermilk Cafe in Coburg, the best pancakes ever. Oh, like yeah? we we um, once went to Buttermilk Cafe for brunch, and then the next day went to Denny's for brunch. I know a bunch of fatties. I know. Um, <laughs> but Jordan looked at me. We we're sitting at Denny's, and he's like. I don't even know why I like Denny's at all. Like, Buttermilk Cafe was a way better breakfast, and I laughed, and I was like, guess we're going there from now on. Yeah, they just, they don't bring all their ingredients pre-made in a box, you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was super delish. Also, he likes Denny's in the States, and I don't think that's the same. I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, Probably greasier. And on that lovely note. Yeah. We uh, will wrap it up, and we'll catch up with everybody next week. Stay safe out there, everyone. Thanks, friends. (laughs) Bye. Bye.